1: Today is Tuesday, December 22, 2020. On this day in 1715, James Edward of the House of Stuart landed in Scotland after a period of exile. He was there to lead an uprising and claim the throne of England for himself. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Today we're covering an 18th century rebellion incited by James Edward, also known as the Old Pretender, who sought to become the new King of England and Scotland. Now let's go back to the morning of December 22nd, 1715. James Francis Edward Stuart stood at the bow of his ship and looked out at the Scottish coast growing on the horizon. The 27-year-old had spent his entire life waiting for his moment. Now, it was here. Today, he would lead the rebellion to bring honor back to the House of Stuart. He would finally claim his rightful place as King of England. The year he was born, in 1688, his father, James II, was overthrown in what would later be known as the Glorious Revolution. It was all the fault of his sister, Mary II. On that day, Mary II betrayed her family, her religion, and her country. She had rejected her Roman Catholic heritage and helped her husband, the Protestant ruler William III, steal her father's throne. James was only a few months old when his parents fled to France, but there were still plenty of people in England and Scotland who supported the exiled king. They called themselves Jacobites, named after Jacobus, Latin for James. James grew up knowing that the British throne was his birthright, no matter what his sister or other dissenters had to say. Because there were plenty of rumors, The worst was that James wasn't even his father's son at all. Some said that his mother, the Queen, was too old to have a son. Instead, he was just an imposter smuggled into her bed to fake a birth. But they were wrong. Once his ship reached Scotland, he would prove it. He would make them pay for the treasonous lies about their rightful king. James did his best to keep up a brave face, but he couldn't deny there were doubts lingering in the back of his mind. After all, he had tried rebellion already once before. Seven years earlier, in 1708, he rallied an army in France and sailed for Scotland to lead an uprising, but it failed before it even began. The British Navy fought them off at sea, and James was forced to turn back towards his exiled home. It was an embarrassing and disheartening defeat, but it turned out that all James had to do was bide his time and wait for his next chance. By 1702, both Mary II and her husband had passed away. They were then succeeded by Mary's younger sister, Anne, when Anne died in 1714, England erupted in political turmoil. The Jacobites in Scotland saw an opening and hatched a plan with James to restore him to the throne. A Scottish noble named John Erskine, sixth Earl of Mar, rallied at least 10,000 Jacobites in the summer of 1715 and led them into battle in Scotland that fall. By now, it was December, and James likely assumed that the rebellion would be well underway by the time he made it to the Scottish shore. He may not have been able to get France's military help this time, but he hoped he wouldn't need them anyway. He had Mar and the Scottish Jacobites on his side and his father's royal blood in his veins. James stood on his ship's deck and let the gravity of the day sink in. He felt the eyes of his crew all around him. They were good men who had sailed all the way from France on the strength of their conviction and their belief in him. He wanted them to know that they'd made the right choice, that he was worth it. So he straightened himself and tried to stand tall with his chin up and shoulders back like a leader like the king he was. But suddenly, the ship pitched in the harsh sea and James stumbled. He struggled to regain his footing, but another wave crashed against the bow and he had to grab for a rope to keep from falling. James couldn't bring himself to look over his shoulder to find out if any of his crew had seen him. So he just leveled his gaze at Scotland. Soon, it would be his. Or so he thought. Coming up, we dive into the 1715 Jacobite uprising. Hi, listeners, it's Vanessa. If you haven't had a chance to check out the entertaining new podcast Blind Dating, now's the time to binge what you've missed before catching all new episodes every Wednesday. In this Spotify original from Parcast, we're expanding the places you can meet your match with a twist you'll never see coming. Join host Tara Michelle as she introduces one hopeful single to two strangers in a voice-only call. Through a series of illuminating games and questions, the trio will get to know one another without the distraction of appearances but once the cameras are turned on is personality still enough for these strangers to fall for each other or will they say farewell connect with new episodes of Blind Dating every Wednesday you can find and follow Blind Dating free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts
0: this episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness forget dark alleys and cemeteries for some
1: On December 22nd, 1715, 27-year-old James Edward of the House of Stuart landed at Peterhead, Scotland, to take back the British crown. He was there to join a Jacobite rebellion started by John Erskine, 6th Earl of Mar, that summer. Unfortunately, his uprising wasn't exactly going to plan. That August, Mar had successfully rallied over 10,000 men in the Scottish Highlands to win the throne for James and the Stuarts once again. In September, the militia set up a stronghold in the Scottish city of Perth and prepared for war. On November 13th, 1715, the Jacobites faced off against 6,000 British troops at the Battle of Sheriffmuir. Mar had an easy advantage. His men outnumbered the British at least two to one. But when Mar led the Jacobites into battle, it quickly became clear that he wasn't much of a commander, and he was no match against a real army. What should have been a simple victory ended with a draw. Mar retreated back to Perth that November to wait for James Edward, his true king, to arrive. He hoped James had brought along some much-needed French troops to fight alongside them. But once James arrived, all that hope was lost. France had refused to support their fight, fearing war with England. Without their help, the Jacobite Rebellion of 1715 barely made it into 1716. On February 4th of that year, James Edward stood on his ship once again and watched Scotland fade into the distance. The British had forced the Jacobites' pitiful army out of Perth. Then they chased James all the way up to the town of Montrose as his followers started abandoning their ranks and deserting. So James decided to follow suit. He grabbed Mar and a few of his closest Jacobite supporters and fled to his ship. Together, they headed back to the safety of France. The Scots who had left their families to fight for his claim to the throne were on their own. James knew they would be punished for their treason. Some would lose their land. Others would likely be put to death. But there was nothing he could do about that now. James Edward and his crew sailed on towards France. To him, it was exile, but it was also the only place he'd ever known. It was the closest thing he had to a home. He would never be King of England. All he would ever be was the old pretender. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from ParCast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from ParCast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Aaron Lan, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Claire Cronin. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Listeners, there's no better time than right now to open your heart to the hit Spotify original from Parcast, Blind Dating. Every Wednesday, find out if personality alone is enough to make a love connection. Follow Blind Dating, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.